Oh man, two minutes late. We're two minutes late, everybody. Sorry, we were playing Fortnite. I'm trying to get unlock all them. I'm trying to unlock all the Meow Skull skins. So two. I mean, sorry. Like, two minutes for you guys, but an entire entire game for me because that's how quickly I get eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you unlocked, this is early for us. Have you un- it is un- early for us. Have you unlocked everything you want to unlock in, in Fortnite? I'm just trying. I'm just as I told Miles before the show began. Um, I, I'm I'm very self destructive, and so I'm just trying to do everything I possibly can before the show even starts to alienate as many of you as possible. So, Miles, <laughs> has <laughs> have you unlocked everything you want to unlock in Fortnite? Yeah, although I keep doing missions for XP, even though I don't need XP anymore. That's oh, what happens. Jesus. It's like I, I need to complete these. Why? Oh my god! I don't need to. I know. That's fucking the world of Fortnite. All right. Wait until it's VR, and then it's going to be even worse. Nice. Oh, AJ unsubscribes. Okay, now we're even because I, <laughs> because I, I've never subscribed to AJ. All right, man. Let's get let's get this show started. Whoop. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, West Day, and two wise Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live for your viewing pleasure, 6 p.m. Eastern, each and every one of those days that I just listed. There's three of them out of seven days. It's not a majority, but it's a pretty good number, I'd say. Uh, we also do it on podcast services of your choice. Yes, that includes Spotify, uh, as many of you have seen on Twitter. Uh, lots of people, uh, For I mean, and when I say lots of people, I mean like, for me, I was completely and totally shocked to find out that PSVR Gamescast Live was their most listened to thing on Spotify all year long. Hundreds, if not thousands of minutes of Gamescast consumed by some of the cats out there. Absolutely love you guys. And thank you, Jamie, Al, for getting this up on podcast services of your choice for your oral pleasure. That's right. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this guy, I swear he's not even remotely hungover. It's Miles Dyer from Miles Dyer Official. How we doing, Brian? How we doing, Game Cats? Yes, I am hungover uh, because I had uh, a work Christmas party last night. Twenty four um, hours great. ago, Miles is hungover from a party twenty four hours ago. The place we uh, we went we went to this bingo hall, which was very futuristic. It was like a Black Mirror episode. It was super cool, but they didn't serve much food. And um, you know, sometimes some people say eating is cheating. I don't care. It's good to line your stomach with stuff to soak the alcohol up. Uh, and so, yeah, I was actually still drunk when I woke up this morning and, uh, then I did a full day's work and then I was like, I need to be ready. So I've got myself some Coca-Cola. I, I ordered a Domino's pizza, nice. uh, tonight and actually at the station I had a burrito. So I've had everything, you know, everything greasy and good, uh, to make myself feel better. And I'm with you guys, which always makes me feel wonderful. Um, it's good to be here. Uh, Miles, if it makes you feel any better, you look fantastic and that's only partially due to your amazing uh new camera and lighting setup um i mean like look look at this guy look at this guy look at the lighting he doesn't look like the the bags (laughs) under his eyes are very well hidden i I mean look at him look at him unless i turn when i turn my head the bag show (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. straight ahead straight ahead right at the camera right yeah don't move (laughs) no um (laughs) Yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, I, I've been planning for a while now to upgrade my studio. I've got a new camera, um, a Sony ZE10, ZV E10, I can't remember the one I've got, but it's known as a vlogging camera. Yeah. And uh, setting up was an interesting process because um, you can have like the automatic settings, but I was going through all these YouTube tutorials 
and I don't really know a lot when it comes to like aperture and um, the sh- sh- shutter speeds white and all this sort of stuff. And, yeah, yeah all that's yeah. Actually, white balance is probably one of the only ones I know, which is hold a bit. A great Whoa, guy. sorry, I've got the game. What is going on? Sorry, YouTube just started playing the show on the phone. Uh, sort of been echoey, um, but um, yeah, um, one of the settings um, was to do with like how much light it allows in. Yeah. And the YouTube tutorial said you can turn it all the way down, and I did. Uh, and I, it was really great. And I realized that these LED lights that I've got that are normally so high that, like, when in the evening at 11 o'clock at night, I'm, like, squinting, you know, with this bright light, I've actually got to turn them right down now. So um, it's worked out really good. Um, but, yeah, this is because, um, you know, my band's come to an end a few weeks ago. I'm looking ahead and this is a channel that I really believe in. Obviously, I do my own live show and stuff like that. And so uh, I just wanted to invest to, yeah, bump things up a bit. I mean, since you brought it up, man, what's going on over at YouTube.com slash Miles this week? Uh, any any good conversations? It's always something interesting. So that, always something interesting happening it, over there. So if you guys don't already subscribe to him, make sure you click the link in the description below and subscribe. But Miles will take it from here and tell you why you should subscribe. <laughs> Well, yeah, so this week was um, just a Q&A, but I did try out a new app that was called Lenza. Have you have you, have you seen this, Brian? Because a lot of um, people have been talking about it. I, I think um, uh, Ali O'Day Jr. from um, Kind of Funny was doing it. Blessing. and uh, bless, Yeah, Blessing, yeah. Um, so Lenza is this app where you have to pay like $35 a month, but you get a one-week free trial, so you just cancel the subscription. And then you have to pay like $3 for a hundred photos. And what you do is you upload 10 to 20 photos of yourself. And then this AI creates 10 lots of 10 photos of different categories. Some of them are anime. Some of them are fantasy. Some of them are rock star. Uh, and it, yeah, this machine learning basically constructs your face to make all these new photos. And you said some new, of them were super creepy. There weren't any nude ones in there. There were some suggestive ones, but not nude. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yep. no, no, I'm not. Going, yeah. I'm not going to watch the new new photos. Is one thing. Nude photos, I will fucking, <laughs> I will, I will chatterbait all day for. Yeah. Well, it was it was an interesting experiment, and it it went down so well that I thought we're, we're going to actually do that as the topic for next week. So tune in for that. But yeah, the show. Sometimes we do fun stuff. Talk about gaming, movies, do quizzes. Other times we talk about world events, mental health and well-being, life hacks. Um, we like to mix it up. But, yeah, a lot of game cats always show down on a Wednesday. Um, always appreciate it. And then when the show's over, you've only got an hour to wait. And then it's Wesner's Day uh, on PSVR Without Parole. So it's a nice pre-show. It's true. It's true. All right, man. Listen, uh, there's a, a lot of cats here, a lot of people hanging out in the chat. And, uh, and as always, we like to bring you into the show as much as possible, starting with the people who well, threw some money to keep these lights on. So we appreciate you. Emily Baxter, hashtag Cartoony Witch Game Kitten with a $2 tip says, Cartoony games suck. The weekend is now official. Uh, it wouldn't be a proper Friday Two Wise get- Games cast with, uh, without Emily Baxter telling us how much she hates Cartoony games. Uh, thank you, Emily. Also, Genetic Blasphemy with a $2 tip says, Hey guys, only 82 days till we achieve unity. PSVR 2, 82 days. That fucking crazy, man. 82 days. We're into, <sighs> we're into double digits. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, and December 6th coming up four days away. Um, as you've mentioned on the show before, um, they've got this PSVR two pre-order event. So if you haven't received yours yet, 
your email and being able to pre-order. Don't lose hope. Hopefully, uh, this will be your chance. But I always, I've recommended to a lot of my friends, even if you have signed up via the website, just do it again. There's no harm in it. And, uh, who knows? It might jolt the system. Uh, real quick here. Uh, I want to make sure that, um, is, listen, I've got, I've got a strange amount of comments lately, Miles, from people saying, uh, listen, there's, there's no problem pre-ordering PSVR 2s uh, here in, you know, wherever I live. All the retailers have plenty of pre-orders. They say, you know, that they're not in any danger of selling out, that whole thing. It's, it's, I've, been, I've gotten a lot of, a lot of comments like that. And, uh, and I, and I want to make sure that, first of all, everybody knows that, uh, you know, that that's a thing. Like if, if you live in places where Sony Direct is not covering the pre-order event, uh, launch stuff, pre-order, whatever you want to call it, that there's tons of retailers all taking pre-orders and, and it doesn't seem like they're sold out anywhere. Uh, old Darth here in the chat even said still no problem pre-ordering from Canadian retailers, which is excellent. Excellent. Uh, you guys, you guys who were not in the Sony direct territories actually ended up doing much better than we did, right? Because the people who Sony's covering, uh, were still wait tons of people, like a good percentage of people are still waiting to get an invitation to be part of this December 6th event. Um, and so there's a lot of people worried that they're not going to get one. And then there's like, this reassurance from people uh and i don't know half of it's like it seems to be reassurance and half of it seems to be uh this thing isn't selling well right like that's the that's sort of the take i see from a lot of people oh there's pre-orders everywhere this isn't going to be an issue blah, blah blah whatever i do want to remind people uh oh uh sesman m on, on uh on one of my Video says, boys, I live in Poland. There's no problem buying the PSVR 2. After two weeks from the start of pre-orders, you can still find it in every big retailer. Uh, so these, these comments are rolling in left and right. Uh, I want people to realize something, though, that like we're in a very small VR community. And it, within our small VR community, uh, people are excited about PSVR 2. Outside of the VR community... No one even fucking knows what PSVR 2 is. They don't know if they should be excited for it. They, they maybe never heard of it. They didn't know that Sony was making another headset. Like, because Sony hasn't kicked off the marketing yet. I really do yeah. think that they're going to focus on PlayStation 5 for this second holiday season. And then yeah. and then early next year, like January, obviously a month before lunch, then they're going to roll out their PSVR 2 hype. They're going to start, you're going to start seeing commercials for it. You're going to start seeing advertisements for it. You're going to start seeing trailers for games. And, and, I, and I would say... Um, Master Gamescaster in the in the chat says small but family, and I agree with you. We are a small but but very close knit community. Um, but soon, the word about PSVR two is going to get out beyond our community, and people are going to start getting really excited for it. And then and a lot of people who were never interested in VR before or played PSVR one or Quest and said ah, VR is not there yet, they're going to see that VR is fucking finally there. And so, pay attention, right, and get your pre order in now. Because once Sony gets that marketing in order and, and starts pushing it out the door, I, I've heard from people that there very well could be shortages. People who know much more than we do. Because I don't know shit, man. I, I have no idea. Um, but it, it could happen. And you might not have one at launch if you don't pre-order. So if you're interested, I would recommend it. I'm also not telling you what to do because I don't really care. I put my pre-order in. <laughs> Yeah, right. Brian's going to be enjoying it on launch day, <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, that 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 is yeah, it's, it's it's good words and 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 definitely. I mean, we say we say it every week for a long time now. There are two things that come to mind with this launch. Firstly, it is that the first phase is 
we we just need to we're going to sell them to people that know about what we do because they're massive psvr fans so um we don't actually have to do much marketing people who want to get it are going to be jumping on board uh and then the next phase will be going for the mass market and that will be hopefully on a subsidized price because we'll be paying the premium of pre-ordering it um whether they turn down the price a little bit or they chip in a few games with it um and they will also probably announce some huge ips that are getting the vr treatment um you know half half-life alex is the game that you know people keep thinking is an obvious launch title yeah but oh we don't know yet I think I think even the I could be wrong about this because I haven't been keeping up with the rumors ever since I got my you know my my videos about Half Life Alex out. Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that the current rumors about that are that it's if if it's coming to PSVR two, it'll likely be uh, not launch. It'll probably be like holiday right. 2023, um, which I think would be perfect, right? Give yeah. us something to look forward to, like oh hey, you know here's here's Horizon and Village at launch, and then you know the you know in, in just a few more months. Uh, get those games completed because Half Life Alex is on its way. That's what we could. That's what we need. We constantly need things to look forward to with PSVR two because there wasn't enough of that with PSVR one. Uh, also, when you consider like, you know, how VR is a niche within the PlayStation community, think about when the PlayStation five came out and how many launch titles, like big launch titles, they had. I mean, they they had great third party ones, um, but in terms of first party, I think. What was it? Maybe four they had. Um, they would have had Spider Spider Man. Uh, was Returnal a launch title? No. Or maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Demon, but, Demon but in Souls terms remake was De- Demon Souls. That was it. it. So it was yeah. like it was only a few. It was only a few first party. And so when you actually think about what we're getting for PSVR two launch, if it is just the games that we know about now, I think it's that's amazing, considering it is a niche. Um, portion of of the playstation gaming community and then when you look at all the games that followed in the year after ps5 came out um including returnal and uh um god i'm blank on all the games um it was sackboy you know games for everyone um actually no sackboy was a launch title um, oh right i forgot but, you about know, that. yeah 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 but we're gonna we're gonna have no man's sky we're gonna have resident evil village um it's amazing yeah um so yeah, I'm really really happy with the lineup now, and I think that what follows, as you say, there'll be a lot to look forward to. Yeah, I, and I think that's going to be so exciting for people who don't own PSVR one uh, or, or Quest. Yeah. This will be their first VR headset. Getting to play No Man's Sky in VR on day one is, that is a launch title. Technically, Zenith, The Last City, uh, MM, huge MMO. Uh, you know, now remastered, looking better and playing better on PSVR two than ever. Um, the, these are launch titles. These these are games that people are going to be able to play at launch, uh, and so it's less exciting for a lot of us because we've been playing them for a year or longer. Um, but it, they're they're still there, and uh, I think that's going to be really exciting. Um, yeah, Jack Bauer just said in the chat, Returnal was not a first party game when it launched. The acquisition came after that is that is correct, True. but I do believe it was a PlayStation it's still Studios an, game. It's in, in, yeah. it, and it's an exclusive, um, as, oh, yeah, as yeah. most Housemark games have been uh, over the years. Um, mm. But you're right. Yeah, I never I never played Rezo Gun, which is the one everyone always goes on about. By them is meant to be amazing. Um, I only played. played it. I only played the crap out of it because uh, there was, you know, only a handful of uh, PS4 games at launch, and it was a PlayStation Plus game. Uh, on that was one. it. And so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and honestly, I if I, you know, I, I love retro gaming, but I honestly didn't get into shoot 'em ups. Not 
not wholeheartedly. Like I'd always kind of like dabbled in them, but I didn't get into shoot 'em ups until just a couple of years ago. And I started playing Gradius and in R type. I've played all these games before, but then I was like committed to being like, I'm going to get good at these games. Uh, and so I'd love to go back to Returnal now that I have a better appreciation for shoot 'em ups. Um, but yeah, great game, great game. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Housemark's ever put out a bad game to be honest with you. Not since Super Stardust. So not that Super Stardust was a bad game. That was just the first one I think I played from them. Yeah, same. It was. Yeah, I loved it. I never played the uh, VR version. Yeah, uh, Wayne in the chat says, "Can someone tell me what the hell is uh, the Light Brigade?" Um, that's a great question. The Light Brigade has a interesting trailer, very sparse environments and shit. Um, very curious to see uh, if that game ends up being good. I love roguelites, and so and that tent looks like a fucking roguelite. With so many roguelites, seem to be like bow and arrow games or, or or sword fighting games. I mean, the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, even the persistence, like it's not a straight up shooter. Uh, Light Brigade looks like a like a roguelite shooter. So I don't know. Interested. We'll see if it's any good though. One other thing, Brian, before we move on, it was just based oh, on a conversation we had on last week's show. On miles, which is not <laughs> yeah, we're never moving on. Yeah, yeah. It's just complete stasis <laughs> after the show. Um, <laughs> but last week, um, I was uh, hypothesizing about the idea of around the Callisto protocol and the fact that. Sony had been working alongside um, Striking Force Studios, um, and uh, I was curious to know if a VR version of that game could ever be made. Well, there was a report that came out, I think it might have been today or yesterday, that in the end, Sony had 150 people from PlayStation support um, them in the release of the Callisto Protocol. So um, it was a huge huge effort from sony because normally they they lend out like motion capture studios and things like that but for this game in particular sony were really really involved um which i find interesting doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna result in a vr title but um i don't know i can keep hoping even though the the the, um the reviews have been coming out today and they're quite mixed but i'm still going to be playing it and i'm still looking forward to it uh i might wait for a discount um because uh, you know, my flat screen time, game time is limited. I still haven't finished Days Gone. I'm still plugging away at that here and there. I've been doing Fortnite, obviously, with the end of the season. Uh, and so, mm-hmm. I, yeah, unfortunately, Clista might just have to wait. Um, but we'll, it's we'll an eight-hour game, so, like, I'm, yeah, waiting for a, a deal. Yeah. Um, we got a couple more tips. Let's uh, let's tackle these. we got Mike Blankenhorn with the $5 tip. It says, I'm hoping that the new wireless H7, H9 wireless headsets... Uh, will be compatible with PSVR 2 since the PS5 is handling the 3D audio, not a breakout box. Such a good question. Uh, I'm, dude. I, I never, as far as the technical stuff is concerned, whenever it comes to, um, whenever it comes to, oh, what's what's the best, you know, uh, audio headset to wear with VR, this and that, whatever. Dude, I'm, I might be the worst person to ask when it comes to this kind of stuff uh, because I find myself just being like, oh, where are my headphones? Uh, it doesn't matter. Just throw in some earbuds. Like in, in the earbuds, I think, um, even the shit that came with the PSVR one headset, shockingly good, right? They, they, yeah. surprisingly good. Um, the only ones I haven't really enjoyed, honestly, were like the Mantis headphones that were, that like rested against my ears in a strange way. Uh, they didn't cover my ears. They didn't whatever. And then they broke like after just a couple months. And so I think <laughs> I, I don't have a, I don't have a great, um, I don't have a great, uh, perspective on different headsets. Although I would like to, uh, I would like to maybe have a devoted like some something that i can really rely on every time i pick up my psvr2 headset i throw on a specific set of headphones so i might be looking into that uh mike any 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 uh, input on this miles no 
Well, I am. I'm definitely going to have to invest in some new headphones. I mean, I do have the official PS5 ones, um, the the Pulse headphones, which are going to work with this. Yeah. Which I'm glad because it's been so frustrating not being able to use it with PSVR one. Um, so that's going to be great. Um, and yeah, the 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 other headphones that I was using uh, broke last week, so I'm going to be getting some AirPods, but they're not going to be compatible with it. So yeah, I'll probably just stick with the. Uh, 3D Pulse headphones, although the foam is already exposed. I've had them since the launch, and they're really comfortable, decent quality, but, um, yeah, um, the earpieces are sort of falling apart now, which is disappointing, and that's only going to get worse when you're using it for gaming that involves physical activity (laughs) as opposed to just sitting there. Um, So, yeah, I mean, look, Sony develop, you know, 3D audio, the the 3D pulse, they sell it as something that takes advantage of that. So that's what I'm going to stick with. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I didn't even consider that. The um, when you have the padding, when you're playing in VR, um, you know, you're moving around. Sure, that's like wearing hair, just like you're rubbing your ears, rubbing against the, the the padding. But on top of it, you're sweating a lot of time. Like you know, sweat. Yeah, playing Beat Saber or anything else, it's physical. Like you know, even if it's just uh, a little bit of light moisture, it's just enough to probably start degrading the. Uh, the finish on those things. It's a good point. Um, Virtual Strangers in the chat. What up, Wes? Says Sony MDR ZX uh, 110. $10. Comfy and sound decent. $10. Guys, you got it. You heard it here first. Wes is probably not first, probably on Virtual Strangers. He's already recommended these things. But I'll be, uh, I might look into those because <laughs> $10 sounds right up my alley. Uh, a couple more tips here. Let me, uh, let's read these out. We've got. Genetic Blasphemy with the $2 tip says, Emily said she wanted cartoony games for Christmas, by the way. Uh, that's the equivalent, just FYI, of getting coal in your stocking if you're Emily Baxter. Um, cartoony games, she finds it at the bottom of her stocking. And she goes, no, not jobs, him. Fuck this shit. Fuck you, Santa. Uh, Shiloh Liver. I feel like I just said something racist. Uh, with the $2 tip says, do you think we'll get a, PS- get a PSVR 2 game on PlayStation Plus? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, not to not to go on beating this drum that you and I always beat Miles, but I do think a plus collection uh, is the right move that for for new PSVR two owners. Uh, we get this amazing plus collection on PlayStation Five of, of, of PlayStation Four games that run and look beautiful on PlayStation Five for free. There was like what nineteen AAA games. It was just like, are you fucking kidding me? There's so many amazing games uh, that if you bought a PlayStation Five and you say there's nothing to play, Jesus, dude. Uh, the pl- Plus has never been more worth it than it was at the PlayStation 5 launch. Uh, and I think they could do something very similar here with some PSVR 1 remasters um, and, make, and make sure that everyone goes, yep, this is your first headset. Look at all this cool shit you have to play day one. Yeah, um, and he, it, that is the dream. And if it's not, I still think that the if they are to be PlayStation Plus games, they should be remastered, you know, ones. Um, I can't imagine there's going to be any day one launch titles for psvr um and i don't think it will replace it won't be one of the three games it'll be there'll be a fourth game um yeah because i think that would upset people <laughs> i think it would upset people too and I, but i do think that the the longer psvr 2 goes on well there'll be i think the i think we're going to see a much larger library much much faster with psvr 2 than we ever saw with psvr 1 so there was limited options like there was, there was no way sony could provide a, a free playstation plus game uh, of PSVR variety every single month with plus it just wasn't 
wasn't possible. But I do think with the number of titles that we're going to get, that we could start seeing maybe every th- three months there's a PSVR 2 title. And then eventually, after a couple of years, every month is, is included. Who knows, man? But I do think that, that the possibility here is much, much higher for PSVR 2. Hmm. Uh, Genetic Blast Me with the $5 tip says, do you think the friendliness of VR will diminish as we as it gets more popular? Or do you think VR has something innately friendlier than flat screen? And it, this is, this is, this is interesting. Um, you go, I, whenever I go into firewall, whenever I go into a multiplayer VR game, it's always super duper friendly. And then I go into rec room. It's when I'm in public, it's just, it's just, it's awful. <laughs> right. And so I, I do think there's, Age has something to do with it, and I think with with PlayStation VR one, uh, a lot of people who were excited about VR were, were an older crew because they grew up with the Lawnmower Man and Nick Arcade, uh, whereas the young kids are like, oh, we'll just play on a tablet, we'll play on a phone, everything's fine. Um, and so I, I think the older crew had something to do with the fact that PSVR one was so uh, accepting, it's such an open, happy, uh, relaxed community. Uh, and I think that as VR gets more popular, we're going to see it become just like everything else in gaming, uh, just an absolutely horrible place to be. <laughs> I do fear that myself. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I do think there is a inclination to foster more friendly environments with VR because the thing I've always said when it comes to empathy and compassion online is we have this dichotomy where Yes, the internet has allowed us to connect with people from all over the world um, and hear alternate perspectives and, you know, reach out to more people. That's surely a good thing. That's a good opportunity for empathy. But the problem is the majority of communication is done via text where you don't have facial expressions, you don't have tone of voice, don't have body language, which makes up the majority of the way we communicate. And so especially on Twitter, it means that people's words become a lot more pointed. People tend to assume bad intent or at least interpret bad intent. And it just creates this downward spiral, this race to the bottom with hostility, which is a real shame. It's one of the reasons I deleted Twitter off my phone about five years ago. One of the best things I ever did. Um, Whereas in VR, you're standing in a space with someone else and it's not to say I don't think over time uh, toxic cultures can't form. I think they will. But I think it's going to be a much slower process. And to be honest, if the decline is slow enough, it actually gives an opportunity for us to mitigate that by saying, no, we don't want this here, you know, calling it out. And I do notice that in a lot of VR games where there are public spaces, rec room, things like that. Um given rec room it's usually a lot of young people who haven't really learned uh responsibility or politeness in some ways <laughs> um but there does seem to be a huge effort for inclusion and, and things like that so i'm in two minds about it i think the risk is definitely there as it becomes more mainstream because you're obviously going to appeal to more people which will include those that are there just to start a fight and be toxic but i think the community is so strong now that it can maintain that in the long run. Um, but we've got to work for it. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and, and just having a community like this with like without parole, like as people always ask me the same question about without parole as, as, uh, as God, who was it? Uh, was just asking about, um, about VR. And it's like, you know, do you, do you think your community is going to 
maintain this level of positivity and, and, and helpfulness and, you know, looking out for each other kind of thing as, as it grows. And, and the thing is, you know, I've made it very clear to my mods that like, we're not going to tolerate any fucking nonsense as, as the channel gets bigger. In fact, it's going to be more important than ever, uh, you know, to make sure that people who are absolutely determined to spout their racist or homophobic or, or transphobic or, or whatever else views, like can go fuck themselves. Like this is not the place for that. Um, if, if you're a bad person, fucking at least have the decency to hide it. Right. <laughs> like that, that's the least we ask of you is like fucking hide your awful points of view. Uh, because we're at a very, like Kanye West. Community. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got no words, miles. I've got no words. Dude. Oh, I will say. No, no, don't, don't even. Morning, I woke up this morning super hungover, and when I saw the videos of him yesterday, I genuinely thought I'd woken up in an alternate reality. I thought, is this actually happening? Sad, sadly, got to, sadly, that's just his reality. We've just got to a point where an alien spaceship could fly above the White House like an Independence Day. Sorry, spoilers for anyone that's not seen it. And my first reaction would be, Ah, oh, fair enough. Like nothing surprises me anymore. Nothing surprises me anymore, Brian. JC, the although inimitable dual wielding ass kicking game cat. By the way, great name in the chat says, "LOL, I've already got enough arachnophobia, and that's enough for me." <laughs> uh, we we fair. thoroughly support arachnophobia here on Without Parole. Uh, spiders can go fuck themselves. Uh, if anybody has a problem with that, the unsubscribe button is right below this video. Spiders can go fuck themselves. Arachnophobia for all. You have a right to be scared. They might kill you. <laughs> Dude, uh, Stike Gamer, the BRAF GameCat with the five euros says, Brian, Miles, lots of cats and a glass of port wine. Really? Port? You drink port? Oh, God. It's like, suck- it's like sucking on roots uh, not in, in not virtual strangers' roots. Although I have a feeling roots probably taste like port because port tastes fucking terrible. Uh, making a nice Friday evening. Uh, sorry to sorry to shit on your port. I, I didn't mean that. Don't Don't suck on roots. Also, roots is not. I don't think roots should be sucked on, um, the the thing or the person. Uh, but I'm glad you're enjoying your port one. Um, oh, Scott Thorpe with the ten quid says uh, for your Sony MDRZX one tens. Thank you very much. Uh, he says for hoping for a classic Friday long show to help get over some <laughs> jet lag. Keep it going, boys. Considering we haven't gotten to our first topic yet, uh, Scott, you might be in luck. Um, <laughs> you're going to get a nice long show. Oh, hey, Tornado, do you want... We're, since we're taking our time... Hey, look over here. No, no, no. Look, check this out over here. Don't you want to see the camera? No, no interest in being on camera. <sighs> Thank you, Scott. Uh, Wonder Rob with the $10 tip says, Miles, I have a question for you. Oh, this is all Miles. Uh, I want to play Bridge Crew with my crew, but I hear that Ubisoft is not supporting it. Did you get that going? Maybe you can all just quick join together any insights do you have any idea what he's talking about ubisoft is not supporting bridge crew does bridge crew not work anymore from what i've heard i don't know unless it was yeah i think the servers are still up um i know a while ago wasn't there a thing where they were deep they delisted it and then it came back or something like that but that was a while ago yeah that was that Um, was that was temporary uh yeah it's back yeah but in terms of doing a quick join i mean i need to get back on that game yeah I want to get the platinum. Emily Baxter says her pet tarantula is offended. Well, maybe you shouldn't have been a spider. That was a choice, you know. A choice to be a spider. You made the wrong choice. Uh, all right, man. We got um, 
We got a couple. We, we, we got a couple viewer takeover questions uh, from the Discord. Uh, I also want to make sure that um, you guys know if, if you're not a member of our Discord, you click the link in the description. Join below; it's free, uh, and you can leave your viewer takeover questions there. And uh, and also, uh, one of the best parts about Discord is Professor Lilith, who every single Sunday organizes a multiplayer meetup for the cats. Uh, this voting that happens is always three games uh, that are going head to head, and you guys can vote and decide what game. Uh, we're going to play every single week. So Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, every single week, you pull one of those games out of your back backlog that maybe you never played or maybe you tried to jump into and there was no one playing, like just fucking empty servers. Uh, and this week, they voted this Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Everyone's playing Honor and Duty D-Day. You uh, Have you spent much time with D-Day, Miles? I have not. So this might be uh, a chance for me to, to jump in and... Has it got a platinum trophy, Brian? I don't know. I'm assuming probably because Reggie gives the cats what they want. Uh, and so, yeah, if you don't know, 16 v 16. That's that's the the real appeal in, in Honor and Duty D-Day. Wow. 16 v 16. Um, so huge, huge matches, huge maps, a whole lot of fun, uh, and, and some good game modes. And, and, and the narrator, the, the, the guy who does the voiceovers in that game, fucking irritating as hell. Yeah, I heard this yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, the enemies, Miles, are capturing your control points. Right. Very terrible. Yeah. Um, so Discord, let's see here. Let's, let's, let's get one, because we, we, we're definitely over our time. Uh, but let's get one viewer takeover question in here. And I think we should do Serial Killers. Serial Killers question says, With so many games in the PSVR library, in PSVR 2 right around the corner, do you think it's important to finish games? Or, or is it worth it enough to put the time you want as a player into a game and move on to the next one. What does it mean to finish? Collecting all the things, getting to the end of the story, getting a platinum trophy. Uh, and then he has a side comment. I know it's different for streamers slash reviewers than a normal consumer like myself. So definitions may vary. Miles, what does it mean to you to finish a game? I love this question because I thought about this quite a lot over the years when thinking about why do I like collecting trophies? People say, why, why, why do you care about collecting trophies? What is it? You know, some people are massive PlayStation gamers or Xbox, you know, gamers and don't understand achievements. But for me, this could be wrong, but I assume it's because when I was younger, I used to have physical copies of games. Um, and so when you complete a game, it was nice putting it on the shelf and it was there and I could look and go, yeah, I've completed all those games yeah. sort of they're done. And because I, I tend to just have digital versions of games. Now you delete them off your hard drive. Yeah. Okay. They're in your collections, but they're not actually there. And so for me, finishing a game, it doesn't always, it depends on it. If it's a really tricky game, there might be ones where I've, you know, I've done the campaign, but then I've not obviously, you know, gone for the hundred percent. But the reason I do strive for hundred percent on trophies, it's just nice to think, yeah, I've done everything there is to do in that game. We did joke last week about how um uh Island Time VR, the last trophy I needed was to die twenty <laughs> times. Um and so yeah, that that's not something I felt I needed to experience to finish the game, but I did it. Um <laughs> so uh yeah, that that that's sort of my feeling towards it, Brian. Um, it's, it's, it's a nice, I, I think also cause we just drown in data, you know, you can find out play time and, yeah. um, you know, all the details about your gaming experiences. Um, just for me, having the trophies complete is a nice way of going. Yeah. I've, I've, I've fully done this. Yeah. 
Um, I think like the the chat is showing us I think very specifically that it means different things to different people and I think that's mm-hmm. totally fine. Um obviously if you don't roll credits if you don't actually finish the story if you don't whatever then you haven't finished the game but you can be finished with the game and say you know what yes. I put in hours in this this just isn't working for me. Like why gaming is supposed to be fun and I think very frequently we forget that and we forget to enjoy our time with gaming i've been so frustrated with games and actually screamed at games being like i hate this so fucking much why am i still playing it and then i continue to play it because i just don't like myself very much miles that's what it comes down to i was like i deserve this <laughs> it's like i deserve this pain and suffering in my free time when i'm supposed to be enjoying something i deserve this this is just yeah and so like, i've done that with days gone recently I like I I actually really fucking love Days Gone, and then, but there's moments that I'm like, this is fucking terrible, and I can't stand this, but I don't put it down, and so I can be if I put Days Gone down now, I'd say I'm finished with that game, but I didn't finish it, I didn't roll credits, um, and I'm not much of a multiplayer person when it comes to flat screen stuff, um, and I and I genuinely even with multiplayer stuff in VR, I I always prefer the single player stuff still, PSVR dragged me out of the multiplayer closet and was like oh yeah, yeah this stuff is, is actually fun whereas i never played the last of us multiplayer or any of the uncharted multiplayer stuff uh there is uncharted multiplayer stuff right that's how fucking awful i am about this no i love this no, game yeah and i didn't play any of the multiplayer stuff which even though i heard it was amazing uh I, you know i played resistance games and, and everything else i had, skipped the multiplayer entirely um so for me if you finish the campaign and roll credits and like you, you know, i've finished that great done you know added enjoyment of course if you feel like doing the multiplayer stuff that that's just bonus um but yeah i I don't feel as though you need to get a platinum trophy in order to finish a game um i think i think if you love the game enough to keep to keep going around um and 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 go for all the trophies then that is man you're not only getting your money's worth but you're also getting to experience more of something that you loved which is fantastic um but yeah there shouldn't be any requirements when it comes to that kind of stuff like be a real gamer if you don't have the platinum trophy fuck that shit I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, all right, Miles. Let's move on to our first news story. Let's do it. Um, so I saw somebody asking in the chat earlier on, so we'll answer that question, if, uh, if there's been any new PlayStation VR 1 games announced. Uh, as you guys know, uh, we just had the announcement of Cooking Simulator VR. Uh, so that is coming to PlayStation VR 1. Uh, the, I got confirmation that Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution is still coming to PSVR 1, despite, you know, amid rumors of cancellation of the PSVR 1 version. Uh, so there, that's another PSVR 1 game that's coming. However, <laughs> yesterday we got an announcement of yet another PlayStation VR 1 game that's coming, and it's really uh, two weeks away, I think. I think it's coming on the 16th, and it's called VR Pigeons. Are you ready for this, Miles? Well, I've been ready for this for years. I just never knew we were finally going to get it. I can't believe this is a thing. This is coming from VR Kiwi, by the way, developers of uh, Cave Digger. Uh, it's also one developer. I'm, I'm just kind of watching the trailer right now. Um, oh, no. Sorry, one one second here. Don't mind me. I'm just going to do a couple things while this trailer is playing. Uh, this was made by I feel one like I'm going to have a sore neck. I'm going to have a sore <laughs> neck after playing this game. Right? <laughs> I mean, did, please tell me that there's an option to just hold the move button down. <laughs> because, dude, Golem gave me a bad back. 
Right? And all I had does to do was as... hold the button and like lean forward. Brian, does this count as supporting full locomotion? Uh, as far as twenty questions goes, yes. This is this yeah. is I'm trying to get in time here. There we go. Somebody clip this. Make a gif. Yep. Yep. Cool. Okay. So we, we should have been in the ad. We obviously. Well, we'll be in the new ad. Uh, the description over on the VR Kiwi's uh, YouTube channel says: All the world's a rooftop, and all the men and women merely pigeons use the power of VR and absolutely unique movement. To control uh, controls to slip into your pigeon self, go out into the world, find a rooftop, wait for the granny to throw some bread, eat as much bread as possible. Bread is life. How to become the ultimate VR pigeon. Here we go. Channel your inner pigeon. Bob your head like a pigeon in order to move around and interact with the world. Uh, two, unlock and discover four different levels, a whopping four levels, Miles. Uh, protect your bread from other pigeons. Okay, that's fair. And then use use pigeon power-ups and map shortcuts to be faster than other pigeons. And then finally, five, your pigeon enemies come in different shapes. Avoid unnecessary conflicts. Do you think there's any pooping in this? I feel like pigeons was... are known to cover, like, Boston. Boston is infested with pigeons, and it's just and there's poop everywhere, Miles. You can't, you can't even sit on a park bench uh, in Union Square because there's pigeon poop all over the benches. Uh, I, I don't – I feel like we're missing out on something essential here. Uh, if we don't, if we don't get to poop all over the place. Well, I'm glad you said it before me because it was on my mind. I do feel there needs to be some kind of poop mini game where you got to like cover a car, turn it white. Um, yeah, there's, there's. I mean, there's so much. I mean, they say there's four levels, so that could be one of the levels. Um, but as long as the motion to do it isn't like squatting, I don't know. <laughs> Johnny No Pockets in the chat says, "You know who's going to be great at this game?" That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Virtu- I love when the virtual strangers running gags bleed over to uh, bleed over to without parole. It's good to see. Quagmire from it. Family Guy would be good at this game. Giggity. All right. Yeah. Um, d- d- I'm sold. Yeah, I mean, dude. So I I, lo- I love really strange concepts. Uh, I think VR is great for this kind of thing. Um, I, I hope it's I hope it's as fun as it is stupid because it looks really fucking stupid. And and I'm fine with that. There we go. Miles uh, West said it in the chat. My mom would be really good at this. Not my mom so much as maybe your mom and Wes's mom. Definitely Roots's mom. This is so fucking rude. Uh, <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was a family show. Oh, it is. It's about my mom. Yeah. Right? All in the family. Also a family <laughs> show. Um. Yeah, this is this is I, I love I love unique concepts in in VR. I love unique concepts in gaming. Um, we'll see if it pans out. And also, you know, single person dev team. Uh, VR Kiwi's putting it out, but it was made by one dude. Uh, I assume it's a dude. I didn't I didn't check into that. I'm very curious. There, it's always interesting to see what a one person can do uh, when you look at like, a game like Separation. And you see that that entire open world and all those different traversal methods and the soundtrack and the whole thing from top to bottom was created by one dude. Uh, and then you know, then you look at this and you go, "Wow, okay, yeah, <laughs> one one person can make a wide variety of games. Pretty cool, pretty cool world we're living in right now, despite the fact that we're talking about a pigeon game." Um, yeah, if it's got a platinum trophy as well, I'm there. Yeah. Oh, for real, absolutely. 
Um, you just have to do That'd this 2,000 times. It'll be like... Oh, no. Actually, you're right. No. Yeah. If it's like, yeah, do it 100,000 times. Um, uh, Ryan Dare in the chat. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Please correct me if I did. Uh, $5 says, you're more likely to get killed by a hippo than a spider. Spiders want to be loved, too. Uh, this is my arachnophobia joke from earlier. Um, I don't. I, I think there are less hippos uh, where I live than spiders. Maybe, maybe, hippos, maybe hippos are scary. If you've ever seen videos of hippos in the water, I mean, they 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 kill more. I can't remember how many they kill people they kill a year, but they're like more dangerous than sharks and everything. Um, yeah, my like hippos are terrifying. Yeah, or seeking the chest says Brian's trying real hard not to pigeon poop on the pigeon VR game. Uh, yeah, man, you know, like things look stupid. Uh, this game looks stupid. Not gonna lie, uh, but but I'm I'm more than willing to give it a shot and, and be proven wrong. You know, some some shit is just you're like this is so dumb, but I can't stop smiling. Like Hannah Montana, the movie, the game. I'm proud of that fucking platinum, dude. Like like shaking my Dual Shock three up in the air like this, and you know, riding the horse. Oh, and and and, and, and yeah, I have that platinum on, on PlayStation. You've 3. done that one. I, yeah. I'm proud of it. Yep, that's the one I said I'll never do. <laughs> Miles draws the line somewhere. Um, yeah. Oh, Ian Stanbridge says spider hippos are the worst though. It's true. Space Denison says hippo don't give a fuck. Man, everybody's fucking talking about hippos. Hippo. Doctor Dan says hippo just wanted a hug too. Hippos want love. I I feel like I convince a hippo to love me more than I convince a spider to love me. This is I, I want it. This should be your next video, Miles. I, I want it. Which which would be easier to love, a spider or a hippo? Oh man, all these questions. But do you know? What do you call a cross between a transformer and a hippo? Oh God! Did you just Google this? I heard typing. Yeah. Okay. What is it? Optopotamus Prime. Why can you never find a hippo hiding in a tree? Because they are so good at it. One more. A lot of these are the big words that I can't even pronounce. Oh, good. The hippo jokes have out-intellectualized Miles. <laughs> All right. Are the big words like variations on the word hippopotamus? They're like making it yeah. look long. Okay, you're hungover. We're going to give you a pass. Um, it's all right. Cool. Hey Miles, did you see that there, uh, there's a new trailer? Oh, hurts. yeah, you got one more. You got one more. No, my head, my head hurts. Your head hurts. I'm reading all these. All right, well, let's keep moving. Uh, there's a new trailer for uh, for After the Fall on PSVR two. Um, that's the thing. Uh, I, I, there, there was another trailer a little while ago when they announced that After the Fall would be coming to PlayStation VR two, where the graphics looked fucking horrendous. Uh, so I'm actually really happy that they released this new trailer. Um, here, let me go over to. Uh, full screen so we can see this a little bit more detailed here i have no idea what's happening oh here it is all right uh i can only assume that this is pretty much what the uh what the pc version looks like i've seen west stream this quite a bit uh and so this looks like the pc version uh, a little surprised you know uh with, with some things because uh, i i fully expect this to look even better on psvr2 but you know looks fine 
I'm excited to play this again. Yeah. Um, with the I just yeah, I remember when I was playing it before I was thinking I can't wait for the PSVR two version. Yeah. Think things like uh, things like graphical fidelity and and you know more responsive controls and things like that could all add up to me enjoying this a little bit more than I did the first time around. And so, you know, I'm very, very happy to give everything a second chance on PSVR 2. I can't wait to... I, this is going to sound like... This is going to sound crazy for people who've been watching the channel. I joke a lot about No Man's Sky. Um, and, I, and, and the jokes don't end here. Like, I sit in voice chat and make fun of uh, Nick Milo for liking No Man's Sky constantly. And, and, it, it, and it's all a joke, obviously. Um, but, you know, No Man's Sky doesn't do the thing I want it to do. It's, the game... It's not the game loop that I, I want to spend my time doing. Uh, but, man, I can't wait to check out No Man's Sky on PSVR 2. Uh, so everything gets a second chance. And I'm very excited to have a reason to go back and check out these games again. But still no sign of Beat Saber. That's kind of crazy, right? It's, you you got to wonder if that's one of those games that Sony deems so important that they will be showing off at whatever PSVR 2 event that they end up having, whether it be showcase or, or state of play or whatever. They say, hey, here's, you know, free up. When's the Quest 3, when's the Quest 3 getting announced? It's soon, isn't it? I don't know when it's being announced. Uh, I think the everything points to it being released, though. Um, holiday 2023, right? Oh, okay. The only reason I wondered that was because I just feel that if Beat Saber, I've mentioned it on a previous show, but when Beat Saber is going to finally announce their progression system, getting cosmetics, you know, yeah. new swords, and um, I feel that they'll want to do that via Meta, who owns them first, before then announcing uh, PlayStation VR 2, because I feel like that is when you would do it. You do those upgrades as a part of a push to get people to now jump on board with the, uh, the the next gen version. Yeah. I mean you can you could certainly I mean I think I think Beat Saber is going to sell amazingly well on PSVR2. Again, lots and lots of new people getting into VR uh, for PSVR2. People who never It class, has to be a launch title. It's got to be. It's got to be. And I and I think that would be a great place to do that. Um I I think that the PlayStation VR2 launch would be a great time to do it because you know if it, if the updates happen simultaneously across all platforms, uh, and you say, hey, you know, not only do you, uh, you know, do you want to buy Beat Saber if you don't have it, but if you do own it, then fucking check this shit out. Like, there's a reason to come back into Beat Saber, uh, and then getting back, pe- getting people back in for a progression system like that and unlockables or whatever it is. The, it's it's mind boggling to me, Miles, that we don't have different types of sabers in Beat Saber proper, right? Like, yeah, you can mod that shit, like, but on PC, but it's crazy. Why, why don't they have just like a crazy variety of different types of sabers to, to use, right? Different shapes, different colors, different sizes, whatever, you know, like I, it would be so much fun. Um, and now you've, and now you've been playing Fortnite. You probably have an even greater appreciation now for when we talk about the battle pass, because Epic games have nailed the battle pass. They, um, when they brought on board rocket league, they revamped it. They did it with full guys. And now it turns out that, someone from epic games who worked on battle i don't know if he directly came from epic games but someone who used to do development for the battle pass systems is now working for naughty dog on their upcoming uh multiplayer game which would suggest that the factions game could actually be a um 
a season, a seasonal game. Um, you know, um, what's it called? Like uh, service. What's it? What's it called? When it's, uh... dude, my brain is so dead tonight. Games of service. <laughs> Games of yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'll be you know um, battle passes, you know, and it, it'll be you know done in seasons. Um, so that could be exciting. Yeah. But um, yeah, they've nailed it, and so I just feel that that is the next step for Beat Saber progression system. So you have stuff to grind for, get an XP. You unlock free cosmetics, but then you pay for being able to unlock the um, premium ones. Yeah, I want that. <clears throat> yeah, agreed. Uh, and it, it, and I want the ability to spend more money. <laughs> like that's what it comes down to. It's crazy. I mean, that that is the case. Uh, and you know, people have been people want to spend money on the things they love. You know, and. Uh, and I think you know, I think Beat Saber gives us plenty of reasons to spend money on already. You know, tons of uh, DLC packs and everything like that. But, but yeah, I don't know, man. I could I could see this going in a, in a bunch of different ways. Uh, they've been really good about the free stuff. They've been really good about the paid stuff. So uh, we'll see what they decide to do. Uh, and and I just I just can't imagine the the big question on everybody's mind is like it's probably coming to PSVR too. But you know, is it going to be a paid upgrade? You're going to have to repurchase all your DLC. And I just said over and over and over, there's just no fucking way, man. They're going to lose people left and right. Um, cause they, you sacrifice that $30, um, you know, initial purchase for people, um, to keep them as customers for the next six or seven years. It's super important that they do that. Um, as and- a huge Beat Saber fan, I can say right now, Beat Games, if you make me have to buy all the DLC again, and I've bought all of them, not doing it, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not, I won't be doing it. Like I, I, as a huge fan, I, I, I couldn't justify it. Agreed. Agreed. And, and I think with all the P, all the developers coming out there saying our our PSVR two upgrade is going to be free over and over and over and over and over. There's only a, I think there's two PSVR two upgrades that have been announced that haven't said they're going to be free yet. And they and and if they are paid, they haven't divulged how that's going to work. Um, I think Alvo hasn't said anything about being free, and Swordsman hasn't said anything about being free. But I mean. It's just it's going to look terrible if either one of those says, "Oh, it's going to we're going to charge you when every single other studio uh, is being free upgrade, free upgrade, free upgrade." Um, it it would be malpractice for Beat Saber not to be a launch title because they would just create a void for someone else to fill. Yep, and they've seen all the other rhythm games that have been made that haven't even been able to come close to that success. They would just be giving an opening for people to fill that space. Um, because there are a lot of people that are buying PSVR 2 with Beat Saber in mind. That It's one of the games that I'm most looking forward to experiencing on PSVR 2 um, with the haptics and, uh, you know, better tracking. Got the amount of times where the light on the move controller kind of slips. And I was like, did I mess that up or <laughs> did the controller not do it? I'm pretty sure I hit it fine. Um, but but S- Synth Riders, Brian, we haven't heard from them either, no? So we don't. We haven't because I'm really I'm looking forward to their multiplayer. Yeah. Well, we have we haven't heard from them, and uh, but what we have heard is uh, I think very very telling. What we've heard is that they have they have a version or they had a version ready uh, for the Quest Pro release. The Quest Pro, as you guys know, not a consumer headset, not a gaming headset. Not that's not its initial. That's not its primary intention anyway. Uh, and and yet, Kluge Interactive. Hat was like, well, doesn't matter. For for this non gaming, non consumer headset, we're going to make sure that we have a version of Synth Riders available for free upgrade. Sirens on my end at launch. 
And so if, if they if they put all this work behind making sure they had an upgraded version of Synth Riders for the Quest Pro headset, obviously, the obvious conclusion you can draw from that is they're, they're definitely going to have a PSVR 2 version with a free upgrade ready for launch. There's just... There's just there's just no chance that that wouldn't happen. Um, Stike Gamer, the VRAF GameCat, with the five euro says, "No port shaming here, Brian. Look at the advantages. It's making me tipped. See, oh, Tipsy port, like it. Port shaming. I understand port shaming, not yeah. not VR ports, Porting other platforms. <laughs> yeah, but but instead the the shit that tastes like roots over at Virtual Strangers. I think this joke is hilarious. Why aren't you laughing at it, Miles? Because I'm still thinking of hippo puns that I can say. Right. Some, somebody let Roots know that we're that we're comparing him to a fine wine. <laughs> That's that'll be the nice way of uh, saying it. Oh my god! What are we doing, Miles? Oh, dude, we get, let's get to the topic. Um, Fifty-eight minutes into the show, we're going to get to our main topic, uh, which shouldn't surprise anybody, and that's um, not Beat Saber. What is it? It is. Come on, come on. Wearables. Bring it up, bring it up. And there it is. Uh, yeah, we're going to go to inverse.com for this news story. And I apologize. Uh, I'm not going to be scrolling through this. I'm going to read it. The article reads... Oh, uh, the inverse article by Jackson Chen reads, Sony's new wearable makes your metaverse avatar more lifelike. Uh, Sony wants to make... Motion capture easy. Sony introduced its portable motion game, uh, portable motion capture system called Mucopi, which uses six small sensors to record movable movement data. I swear, I'm not hungover and I'm having issues. Uh, the Mucopi won't deliver Hollywood levels of motion capture, but Sony's proprietary algorithm can handle just enough motion data to give your metaverse avatars a little more life. Motion capture devices are still a rather niche product. Uh, it, that's how it's pronounced. Niche, not niche. Stop sounding like a douchebag. But Sony's entry could make life a lot easier for virtual YouTubers who don't want to squeeze into a dedicated suit. On the professional side of things, the Mokopi could potentially save hours of work for animators or filmmakers who are looking for a quick way, way to render realistic environments. Uh, it looks like Sony emphasized lightweight portability with Mokopi. Real quick here, let me make sure that you guys can actually see what I'm re I'm seeing. Scroll down to here. That's good. Okay. Uh, I, I really need a producer on this show, man. We need to find somebody who can do this for me. It looks like Sony emphasized lightweight portability with Mokopi since they weigh in at only 8 grams per sensor. The six sensors measure 32 millimeters wide by 11.6 millimeters thick and can be attached to your head, hip, wrists, and ankles through Velcro bands or clip. Once you're fully strapped in, the sensors connect to Sony's smartphone app via Bluetooth to capture the mocap data. With that data, you can either export it as an MP4 to use however you want or directly translate your movement into compatible apps like VRChat. Uh, the Mocopi is expected to last up to 10 hours and can fully charge within an hour and a half via USB-C. The sensors come in a case but are also waterproof and dustproof. Uh, the Mokopi device is currently only compatible with iPhone models as early as the iPhone 12 and Xperia smartphones dating back to the Xperia 3. I think this is the last part of the article here. Uh, to expand compatibility, Sony is looking to put out a software development kit on December 15th that will connect to the motion capture data to connect the motion capture data to metaverse services and 3D development software like Unity and Motion Builder. 
excuse me, the pre-orders for the Mocopi are expected to start in mid-December and will be available through Sony's online store. Sony's planning to release the motion capture device as late in late January 2023 for about $358. Interesting. This is this is kind of crazy, Miles. Um, it, I mean, there's so many things about this. First of all, the technology sounds amazing, right? Because it's yeah. motion capture devices have two up to this point been incredibly expensive, and as the article states, this won't be Hollywood quality stuff. This will be serviceable, help you, you know, uh, consumer grade motion capture stuff. Um, and so, it, it kind of sh- Sony's always R and Ding stuff that like we just wouldn't even think about. Um, and I, and I think the biggest takeaway from this, the weirdest takeaway is that Sony's such a big company that this isn't even announced for PSVR two. This is just, Hey, we're, we're doing this for quest. We're doing this for VR chat, you know, PC VR, no mention of PSVR two. That That's how big of a company they are, that they've just got their hands kind of in everything. Yeah. And I think it's a fantastic opportunity for testing the technology um, without having it to intrude on PSVR 2. Um, this is a great way of getting it out there, seeing what the adoption rate is like, yeah. actually seeing the creative ways in which it is implemented into apps. Is it being used in apps that already exist and these are the ones they've performed best with? Or are new apps being developed with this product in mind. Um, so yeah, I think it's really, really exciting. And yeah, just going back to, you've got six of them and, and thinking about which ones you'd actually need if it was going to be compatible with PSVR 2 in the future. So you have one on the head, you wouldn't need that one. Oh, Two sure. on y- your wrist, so you wouldn't need those. Uh, so it's just on your feet. And then did it say the hips? Um, so yeah, so I think in one of the photos at the top, you can see someone's got it like on the back of their, their, their jeans. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and how, and how is it, um, connected? Like, how does it know? It's not actually detecting it. Right. Currently it's currently, it's linking to an app on your iPhone or Xperia. Um, and then, and then they say soon it'll be able to connect to, um, you know, actual VR apps and stuff. But I mean, how is it actually registering it? It's not viewing it. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's um. Oh yeah, that's a great question, man. I don't, I don't know exactly how uh, motion tech works. So that's a good question. It just says Sony's algorithm will provide you with decent motion data. So, um, yeah. I'm just reading it through again. It just says, yeah, via Bluetooth to capture the mocap data. So it will just see how, where you're moving. Um, yeah. And someone said, uh, genetic blasphemy just with the $1.99, uh, tip says dancing games could be amazing. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Let's dance VR. Um, see, I saw a serial killer in the chat say, uh, tack on another $350 in order to play PSVR too. Right. Um, I feel like I, I feel like unlike so many, I guess I guess a lot of accessories are optional, right? It's even the aim controller. Every game that supported the aim controller also supported the DualShock Four, so you don't actually need the aim controller to play certain games. Um, I feel like this is going to be this is going to be extremely uh, niche in VR. This is going to be like a niche of a niche, and I think this is just kind of them kind of testing the waters because uh, I can't I can't see 
too many developers taking advantage of this, right? Like in, in multiplayer games, all you you just need to see, you know, especially if you're running around shooting other stuff, like how important is it for for VR to be capturing all of your movements, right? Like, like let's make this look as realistic as possible. I mean, we've seen Arizona Sunshine and After the Fall be like really phoning it in as far as the multiplayer models go, you know, to the point where it's embarrassing, right? And so, and how important was that? It, it wasn't that like for all the things I didn't like about Arizona sunshine after the fall, those weren't the things that detracted from it. Right. As long as you can see your friends and they're running around shooting with you, like that's the important thing. It, this kind of stuff is important when it comes to if, if there'll be a PlayStation VR two version of PlayStation home, this is important in things like the metaverse and VR chat as it's obviously being you know developed closely in tandem with uh, that's the kind of stuff that makes this interesting. Um, but also when it, when, when you see how expensive motion capture stuff really is, I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars per day to use professional motion capture studios, this is going to be great for some of the smaller dev teams, you know, that are consist of one person or two people and, and be able to connect it to unity. This is going to be really great to, for the, to allow them to do some, you know, real baseline uh, motion capture to to supplement, you know, spending thousands of dollars on uh, either motion capture studios or thousands of dollars to, you know, animate things in their game. Uh, so I, I, th- I think the I think the versatility here is great. I, I don't see it becoming a, a prominent thing or, or, or an, even an important thing on PSVR two specifically, uh, except in very specific cases like Let's Dance VR. Yeah, I I, I agree. I do think that when it comes to implementation for virtual reality gear, it's not going to be that long until these won't be needed because they'll have enough cameras in the headset that it will be able to see your entire body and work things out. Um, That's a very simplistic view of it, but I I kind of feel that there are going to be other ways of, you know, monitoring your body movements with, with the headset. Um, So yeah, that, that, that would be interesting um someone in the chat was mentioning the 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 term i was after like it's 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 the gyroscopes and um it's like the apple watch it has a it can detect the acceleration and then the algorithm maps it so i'm because someone said wouldn't it use a camera but my point was the one that's on your hip like on behind you that's going to be out of view um so yeah no um it's cool it's really really cool we got a few we do chats let's uh let's yeah let's let's talk about these tips real quick we get the marvel sod with a 25 dollar tip thank you for your generosity the lights can stay on for another day says i jumped into beat saber last night and i'm still frustrated by move controllers i can't think of a peripheral (laughs) i had to just deal with so much i can't wait for those orbs y'all are amazing and a great group of people uh we certainly pretend to be great people um thank you for thinking we're amazing so dude the move controllers like I, I, I feel bad for for anyone out there who's who's suffered with move controllers over the years, um, because for for almost six years, Miles, I I had the perfect setup. I was like, how how is anyone having a problem? These are tracking perfectly. Beat Saber, I'm never losing tracking. You know, like once in a while, my saber would like fly off in that direction. And I'd be like, whoa, what happened? You know, but that was that was like one instance, hours and hours of play. Um, and so I was like, and so I was like, what is why was everyone struggling so much? And then when I decided to, you know, get myself on camera while playing Let's Plays or while doing Let's Plays on the channel, I, 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 I spun everything 90 degrees in my living room. 
And so my camera's up a little bit higher. It's now uh, duct taped to like this concrete beam. Uh, and it's, it's angled in a different way. And there's more distance between me and the camera. And dude, everything has fallen apart. Like my, my tracking is so bad that I finally understand what some people have been dealing with for six years. And some people right. don't have the ability to just like, boom, 90 degrees, turn it around. Uh, and, and so, man... I, I empathize far more with everybody complaining about move controllers than I ever have in the past. Um, yeah, next gen can't get it. And don't feel enough. bad because I saw an official PlayStation event uh, at EGX a few years ago and they had a, a Beat Saber section where they had people from the crowd come up and play it and there was a lot of tracking issues. Um, you know, it's good for what it is considering it's super old technology and, it, and you can get by, but it's when you start getting issues that make you doubt when you're playing the game. Did I actually miss that or was it the tracking issue? Yeah. Um, because then you don't know how to change your behavior. So again, I've never played Beat Saber with any other headset or any um, other uh, controllers. So I'm excited to know what it is uh, going to be like with that tracking. But speaking about like other tracking issues and, you know, when it comes to VR and immersion, another good aspect to this um, motion capture wearable that we were just reading about. This might be me coming up with a solution that doesn't need to exist, but I kind of feel that if you're wearing them on your ankles and it's able to sort of track, you know, your proportions on your body, it means that whenever you go into a game, it's going to know how tall you are because I don't know about you, Brian, but when I am playing VR games and it asks you to set your height, I'm always setting the height and then I look down and because you don't have any legs a lot of the times... I'm like, is that actually how far off the ground? And I sort of take the headset off and go, I think the ground is a bit further away than it is here. And, you know, just getting that, and that might just be done with technology in the camera. Like, hopefully, actually, the new PSVR 2 headset uh, will be able to calculate the distance. Um, I think that's a small thing that could really impact immersion, that you are actually standing in a room to scale with what you are in real life. Agreed. Um... Do we have a few other super chats? We do. I was, I, I just, I was, and I was about to, I'll be honest, Miles, I was about to read one. <laughs> and then the yeah. very last thing you said got me thinking. And I was like, I just really started, started thinking about all the different possibilities that, um, that, that this could, that this could add. And also, uh, the possibilities that PSVR 2 could add, like never ha- having, needing me to set my height. Uh, you know, is there, is is all this going to be just so much fucking easier? And I think the answer but is... Do you, do you have that as well when setting height? Do you agree with me that when you set it with what it says, it doesn't feel... Yeah. Constantly doing yeah. that. Yeah. And then and then sometimes... And then I'll set my height and then I'll get into Beat Saber and the blocks will be coming at my face still. And I'll be like, this, right. I, I set it perfectly. Like, why is there still an issue here? So, yeah, dude. I, I, again, I'm I, much love to anybody who, who felt alienated for, you know, by my experience with the moves over the years um, because <laughs> I really... I really just, I was like, what's wrong with everybody? Why, why are they having such an issue? Uh, and, and, and now here I am with an issue that I just, ca- I can't really uh, do anything about. Um, I, can't, I, I can't really change everything 90 degrees again uh, if I want to be able to stream the way that I stream. Um, anyway, uh, thank you so much for your tip, Marvel Sod. Uh, and on the topic of Beat Saber, Joey VR with a $5 tip says, not sure if it's been talked about yet. <laughs> oh, yes, it has, Joey. Uh, we're going to talk about it some more. Uh, Beat Saber is pissing me off being quiet on PSVR 2, motherfuckers. He only wrote MFs, but I know what, I know what Joey meant, right? Me and Joey, we're like this. We're like MFFs. 
That's not a thing. <laughs> motherfuckers forever. <laughs> that should be a thing. Can we make that a thing? I want to be motherfuckers forever. Joey, um, you know who else isn't saying much about PSVR 2? Not, not just Beat Saber. Sony. Hey. Sony. And, and, I, and, oh, I, don't, and I don't think that that's a coincidence. I think there's a lot of a lot of teams that you're like, why haven't they said anything about PSVR two? Why don't we know you know what this studio is working on at that studio? Why haven't we? Get... It, it's the big stuff. It's the big stuff. And despite the fact that Beat Saber is technically a small game, the importance of it is gigantic uh, because yeah, yeah. it's been the number one best selling game on PSVR for six years straight. Not six years because it didn't come out day one. Four and a half years straight. I forget when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, so Sony would like to have that on their stage during their event to get people excited, um, you know, whether you own it already or, uh, or or this will be your first VR headset and you want to play Beat Saber on PSVR 2. The next time we see PSVR 2, I'm betting we will also hear about Beat Saber. That's my guess. Uh, Ryan Dar, Dare, Dare, shit. I, I forgot what I said the last time. The last time I said his name, he said I got it right. And then I was like, man, my memory sucks. I can't remember what I said. So now here we are, Ryan. Back, back, at, back at square one. He said with the $5 tip, he writes, oh, motherfucker. Dude, Ryan, you and I were not MFFs because I don't, this is going to be difficult to say it, but I'm going to say it phonetically. Hippopotamostrosquipedaliophobia is the fear of long words. Way. Not hippos. It's the fear of long well, the longest, words. The, long, the uh, longest word is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. If you say which it works loud when enough. <laughs> if I say it loud enough. Well, it works because I have a British accent. So I sound just like I'm from the movie with Mary Poppins. I, th- I think next, next week we need an umbrella for the full effect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... I didn't know that I had hippopotamus stragiquadrophilia, but um, Ryan, until just now, because that fucking the thought of having to say that word just terrified me. Um, apparently, I have you did it, like, a fear right. of long words and spiders. Man, I hope the show is long enough for for the people who wanted a long show. Miles, it's time for twenty questions, uh, and you are the host. Do you have a PSVR game picked out? Uh, I don't, but oh, I do now. I do. I actually think I did this last week. You did, uh, but and so somehow the idea is that like we it's three weeks in a row now. We keep I was like last week I was like I'm pretty sure we were back on track. <laughs> we okay, we're definitely la- back on track now. All right. Somehow we screwed it up, and on Wednesday uh, I did it, and so that means today you need to do it, and then we'll that's good every single episode. That's fine. We go back. I love doing it. this. Good. So that's fine. I've yeah. got a game. I've got a game. I would much rather be the host because then I don't have to make a fool of myself as I'm about to and be like, oh, I've reviewed every PlayStation VR game except for No Man's Sky. And yes, I tried to pay AJ to do that and he did not do it. Um, so blame him. Um, I saw that in the chat. People were like, AJ should fucking review that game. Yeah, he should. Slacker. Um, if you guys don't know how this works, I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock and we only have 20 yes or no questions. Please, for the love of God, uh, help me out in the chat. Um, Ask good questions. Give me good game suggestions based on the answers to those questions. We have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game Miles is thinking of. It is a PSVR game. The only rule is that, that it has to be out. That's the only rule, I think. Uh, okay. So I'm going to put the clock up on the counter. Oop, I need my notepad. So I can write down the answers to your questions. On your mark, get Des, go. Uh, does this game... Oh, uh, did we talk about this game on this episode? Did we mention it? No. 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 Okay. That eliminates a lot of games. 
uh, is this game, uh, has this got an announced PSVR 2 version? I don't think so. Okay. Two. I'm so glad I changed the game I was thinking of last minute because that first question would have been a different answer. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not falling for that. Uh, Serial Killer asks, does this have online multiplayer at all? No. Okay. Should do. Should. Okay. Uh, GC13 says, does this have full locomotion? Um... Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. Okay, Ali Hembre asks about analog sticks. Does this use analog sticks? Uh, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah it does. Okay, so let's, let's narrow this down. Um, can you use the aim controller with this? This is sort of the same question Roman Plays is asking. Can you use the aim no. controller? Okay, so we're going to say dual shock only, because that makes sense. <sighs> okay. Good I hate this so much. I'm not, I'm, I can't ask that question, AJ. That, that's I don't, the worst I don't question wanna, I don't want to give too much of a clue, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's dual shock only. Uses analog sticks, but doesn't support the aim. Okay, so it could be dual shocker moves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you don't ever have to correct. You don't ever have to specify that. That that That's on me for assuming. You know, it's part of it. That's right. Game, right. GameCat Photonutter, which again, I love your fucking name. So ask, is there a flat screen version? Can you play this on a flat screen? And, and, and let's, uh, anywhere, not just on PlayStation, anywhere. Yeah, 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 it does. It okay. does have a, it, it, yeah, it has a non-VR mode. Okay. Um, is this a, um, good, good suggestion, Rody. Is there, oh no, but Rush has online multiplayer, so it can't be that. In any racing game, would have online multiplayer. Defunct Bombro is asking about Doom. You can use the. There's no aim support, so that yeah, eliminates Doom. You can use the aim controller. Both Dooms, yeah. yeah. So that's not that. Um, is this a? Is this a PlayStation exclusive? Sorry, sirens on my end. Um, I'm going to say... I think it is. I think it is, yeah. Okay. I think it's... A, I think it's a PlayStation exclusive, yeah. All right, that eliminates a lot of the suggestions we're getting in the chat. Um, so no spookies, no affected, no... Um, I just want to say I'm yep. very unsure with that. I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'd say I'm 70% sure. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Touch the Clouds, GameCat. Says, does it take place in space? No. Okay. Uh, is there any horror element to this game at all? Um, <laughs> no, no, no horror. Um, can't be a racing game, you guys. Um, 
because there's no online multiplayer. There's no. Um, You're on ten. I mean, I guess there's no online multiplayer anymore in Drive Club. But uh, is it a puzzle game? I mean, no. Okay. No. Uh, no. Uh, is this a good game? Would you put this in like your top twenty-five list? Would I put it in my top twenty-five yeah. list? Mm, no, it's not been in my top twenty-five list. Okay. Whew, man, this is rough. Um, twelve. We're on twelve. Okay, can't be can't be wipe out because no online online mode. Um, Bad Robo says, "Is it a shooter?" No, no, it's not. Jesus, thirteen. We don't know what this is. So far, we only know that there's a flat screen mode. It's, uh, it's got full locomotion. There's analog stick support. So it's DualShock Four and move controls. Um, <laughs> Invisible Hours is definitely a puzzle game looper, right? Um, shit. Oh, totally blanking right now. Uh, totally blank. I, I can't even think of fucking questions to ask. This is driving me crazy. With only twenty five seconds to spare. Um, did this come out? Uh, this come out in the first year of PSVR one? No, no, it didn't. Uh, did this come out in the last year? No, it didn't. Shit, fifteen. Okay, somewhere in the middle. Um, is it is it third person? No. Shit. Uh, sixteen. Is it a sports game? No. Is it a survival game? Um, no. I, no. We are we are out of time. What, this is this absolutely sucks. I'm I'm so upset. No one, no one's in. No one. No one in the chat's got it. Oh, no. someone just did. Someone just did in the chat. Get it? Someone just got it in the chat. GDBD. Does that mean anything, Brian? I fucking hate you so much. Good dog. Bad dog. Oh my god! By Playm Studios, released for twenty five dollars on PlayStation VR, June second, two thousand twenty. One of the worst games I've ever played. It's not a puzzle game. It's not. I'm not. It's not a game. <laughs> In fact, at all. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't argue. The, I wouldn't argue the puzzle aspect of it. I would argue the game part of that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, you can play it on the flat screen. Yes, it supports analog six. Yet the move support is fucking terrible in this game. You would expect for a fucking dog VR game that when you lift the move controllers you have two adorable giant paws. No, they just they just transferred the, the button controls over to the move controls. So you tap this push the same it's awful, man. It's awful. It's awful. I fucking hate good dog bad I'm dog. I'm really sorry to bring up this very traumatic yeah. memory. Yeah, I saw good reviews of Good Dog, Bad Dog out there, and I immediately unsubscribed to those channels and, and blocked them in every social media because I was like, "It's a good litmus not test to be trusted." <laughs> well, this is it. This is good. Is it? That's a red flag. Yeah, that's a red flag a, right there. Might be the biggest red flag ever. <laughs> Ian Stanford says Brian blocked that game out of his mind until just now. I just, I just loved when you asked, "Is there a PSVR two version of Metal Gear?" <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> "For the love of God, play him. Stay yeah. away from PSVR 2. I should have gone one second, Brian. Let me just send an email off. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. With haptics, it could be good. Yeah. No. 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 Give me. I and then, yeah, and I was going to go with Simp. I had Simp Riders written down, and then literally seconds before we started, I just switched. And then when your first question was, 
Had we talked about it today, I was like, yes, that was a smart move. Well, <laughs> we did talk about a lot of different games today. We did talk about a lot of different games today. I'm going to start bringing up Good Dog, Bad Dog in every single episode before 20 questions. <laughs> just, just, just to make sure that it's not Good Dog, Bad Dog next time. <sighs> Miles, thank you so much for is hanging it, out today. Um, I, is it a survival game? I had a lot of fun. It I've is had, a survival game. It, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're... You're the best gamer ever if you can survive to the end of the game. That's it. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. I was interrupting your beautiful no, no. outro. No, thank you, dude. Thank you for hanging out with me. Um, this was a couple, rough. I had a rough couple of days. I haven't been feeling like myself lately. Um, very unproductive. Very uh, and, and 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 lately, um, I, I I find that I do, I do find people may find me for playing Fortnite, and but then a lot of people like also added me as a friend on Epic. So so for a number of people who make fun of me for playing Fortnite, there's also a ton of people that are like, oh, Brian's playing Fortnite. Let's fucking do this. Um, I find that Fortnite's been my retreat. Miles, um, like when I want to get away from real life and when I want to get away from the channel and being and even being social sometimes, um, I, I dive into Fortnite because I can play that by myself, even though I'm playing with 99 other people. Um, and, 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 and it's, it's things like Gamescast that, that kind of pull me out of that, you know, that retreat, uh, and pull me back into things and, and, and force me to be social and, and get me in front of the camera and get me to interact with people in the chat. Um, it's, you know, for anybody who's been watching a long time, is I've got all sorts of issues mentally and, um, and I, and I deal with them, uh, very publicly, I think. Uh, I tell you guys about them on AMAs and, uh, and, and you guys are kind of my cure to, for a lot of it. Um, I deal with a lot of depression and a lot of just fatigue and, and mental burnout constantly. Um, and you guys are, you guys have helped me through so much of it over the years. And I, and I appreciate that. Um, so thank you for being here. Uh, Miles, thank you for being here. Everybody. Um, amazing community. Thank you. Agreed. Agreed, Brian. It's good. And uh, yeah, November was a horrific month for me. Uh, I have been depressed for most of it. But every Friday I get to come on here and spend time with you and the Game Cats. Always have a wonderful time, even right now, even though I'm feeling rough <laughs> and hungover. And, you know, my, it's always a struggle to get my brain ticking. You know, earlier I was messing up all sorts um, uh, with, you know, names of uh, developers and stuff like that. That's just my normal problem being late, but when I'm hungover as well, it's an extra challenge. But it always feels good. Always have an amazing time. And uh yeah, you're an amazing dude. I'm glad we get to do this together. Me too. And uh I'm glad you know, Fortnite is a good bit of escapism. I, I do it, and you're right, it is a game that you can go off and do by yourself and uh but definitely get involved with the uh the, the big event tomorrow. Um that takes place in what twenty one hours time. Yeah, about. yeah. Um, they're really exciting, and as I've said before, it's a real taster of like what the future of the metaverse could be like. Because Epic Games are really good with their uh, end of chapter events. Because a season for those, it's weird because I'd assume that the, the uh, you'd have a season that was made up of chapters, but um, Fortnite have swapped it around. So for those that don't know, in Fortnite, <laughs> seasons are you have a new battle pass. The island changes like as a different theme, but it's the same island. A chapter is where even the island, it's going to be a completely new map. And when they transition from one to the next, um, they have some big interactive event, which is always just spectacular to see. Uh, and it's just an incredible technical feat. Um, so yeah, should be good. So in case, in case we didn't lose you during the first opening moments of the show, we we're doing our best to lose you now. Uh, yes. Thank you, Miles, for, <laughs> for that. Um, 
Yeah, thank you. I mean, guys, if you don't know, uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry puts timestamps in the show uh, after it's over. Thank you so much for that. Jay Meow gets this up on podcast services of your choice. Uh, he uploads this. Uh, if it wasn't for him, it probably wouldn't happen because I'm. I just don't. I just don't do that. Um, and so, and, th- and thank you to everybody out there who, who shared how much time they spent listening to PSVR Gamescast Live this year on Spotify. All the people who, who shared that on Twitter and said that this was their number one most listened to thing all year long blows my mind. Sometimes, Miles, I don't know how far back on Without Parole you go, um, but Jeremy and I uh, used to, and Des and I even, we used to joke about how uh, we just felt like we were playing house. We'd set up a camera and film a show. I'd edit it, upload it, and it never felt real. It never felt like it was actually getting out there, you know? And and, and then when you see people who've been like, I spent 9,000 minutes listening to PSVR Gamescast Live in 2022, uh, I was like, that that makes it feel really real, and I fucking love that shit. Um, so thank you to everybody out there. Uh, it helps the channel run. All the moderators, I kid you not, make my life infinitely better every single day. All the cats out there uh, who, who commented, helped me with 20 questions. Not enough, but you tried. Uh, all the people who tipped, all the people on patreon.com slash without pro games, helping this channel keep the lights on in this show running and everybody out there who sat back and watched the show. Didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there too. And like Joey VR says in the chat, <laughs> we're MFFs for life. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Have a good weekend, everybody. Love you all. Take care. Uh, See you on Discord. See you on Discord. (laughs) Serial killer. Beginning to look a lot beginning to look a lot like game cats. Oh, I get it. It's beginning to look a lot like Game Cats. I get it. Okay, I didn't understand that. For the entire show, Serial Killer was commenting, and I was like, what, what, what? He's beginning to look a lot like Game Cats? He said, I give this show 15 stars. I don't know how many, out of a possible, how many stars? No idea. By the way, I love that Good Dog, Bad Dog was playing until the very end, even when you were talking <laughs> about quite serious stuff, about you've been feeling shit lately, and I'm like, but Brian, this is definitely not helping right now. Um, yeah. By the way, for anyone that's still in the chat, mm. um, you must pay on your way out a fee of one like so hit hit the smash the like button smash the like button and have a great weekend everybody we love you all yeah